0: Welcome to Since You Didn't Ask, and I am Matthew, and Andrew is here, and uh, we are dealing with a bit of a hand grenade in the question today, and uh, just to put everyone on notice, this question comes from Andrew, Um, and I desperately tried to talk him out of it, but he's totally, you know, just... I'm cutting this out. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So... Andrew asked the question. It's actually worth worth uh, talking about, but Andrew, why don't you lay it out?
1: Okay. So the way I wrote it to you was, is it a moral for the federal state or county government to mandate a vaccine, um, especially an emergency approved vaccine or a vaccine for people that are at effectively zero risk?
0: Your question or the question is, is it, is it moral? Is it righteous? Can, is it good? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe even, we could even frame it all the way to, is it permissible without maybe even making a moral judgment?
1: Okay. Um, so let me throw, throw this permissible back. Permissible feels more like a legal question. And I'm thinking um, specifically morally. moral. Yeah. Moral.
0: Moral. But I guess I'm, I'm just framing that back that sure. I, I wonder if this, if is it possible this kind of question could be amoral? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, that okay. it's not necessarily a right or a wrong. Okay. I'm not i I'm so just for everyone listening, I'm not at this point arguing one way or the other. I'm just trying to ask, is that is that possible? I think you know, maybe I can put some cards on the table on this subject and and say this that I think there is there's a lot of warrant and biblical support to say that for the government to mandate that an individual take a certain um, health directive or to inject themselves with something. And for that to be required of the government would be outside of the scope of what God's design is for government. And that in submission to the Lord, um, I I, I think that it could be, it's, it's pretty strong ground biblically to stand on to say that's wrong for the government to do. But what we're trying to illustrate in this podcast and in this episode is that there are circumstances to where we can imagine that maybe the government um, could be justified in that. And again, I'm just emphasizing the word maybe, but in the spirit of pursuing unity in the, in the church and understanding other people's perspectives, that's what we want to highlight. And bringing that back to it how we, how we ultimately arrive at that conclusion could be affected by what the actual truth and data and facts are of a particular situation. Your question or the question is, is it, is it moral? Is it righteous? Is it good? Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe even we could even frame it all the way to, is it permissible without maybe even making a moral judgment?
1: Okay. Um, so let me throw, throw this back. Permissible feels more like a legal question. And I'm thinking um, specifically morally. moral,
0: yeah. moral. And but I guess I'm I'm just framing that back that sure. I, I wonder if this if is it possible this kind of question could be amoral. Oh, I see um, what you're saying. Okay, that okay. it's not necessarily a right or a wrong. Okay, I'm not. I'm so just for everyone listening, I'm not at this point arguing one way or the other. I'm just trying to ask is that is that possible?
1: And maybe there's context where it would be one or the other.
0: So the um, the value in this question. And um, I, you know, true confessions, I actually talked Andrew into doing this question. <laughs> um, but where I think the value of this question is, is that it, it's I think it serves as a good case study for how to think through questions that might trigger um, emotional responses and make it harder to think through clearly. So I, I, I wanted to tackle this and see if we can just take a step back and try to think it through as clearly as we can absent the, the emotional impulses that, uh, that come along with this. So what I would throw back to you, one of the ways that I approach these kind of emotionally heavy questions is you go to the extremes and then you can work back. And you've done that in some of the other questions we've done on this podcast. But the question maybe we start with is, is there ever, can we imagine a scenario in which it would be morally right for there to be some type of a government vaccine, or I'm sorry, a government mandate for a vaccine or maybe any type of a, a health Medical requirement intervention. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that, is that, is there ever a scenario that you could imagine that that might be morally okay? I think so. So what might, can you describe yeah, what I mean, like a scenario might look like?
1: Some, some type of disease that's super transmissible, kills, you know, hundred percent of people that get it. Um,
0: yeah. And, and even in that, you might have to say, you, you'd have to link something into that hypothetical that um, it kills, it, uh, it kills everyone, but that it has a, it, um, yeah. you know, a, a high degree of trans um, transmission, even without, before there's symptoms, so you're not aware and you can infect other people. And the cure is
1: really, really highly effective without tons of, you know, downsides. The, or the vaccine is or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, maybe in that scenario if if you know, because somebody could argue back and say, "Well, still even if it's really a deadly thing, you can't tell me what to do." And right. and if there really legitimately was a a you po- you're posing a risk to the the health and safety of others,
1: let the citizens uh do that of
0: their own consent.
1: They could still argue. Right? They could
0: argue that, but like let's say let's say that there was a scenario where there was a it was common that there'd be a 30 day period of no symptoms, no awareness that you were infected, but that you could be infecting all these other people and if you did infect other people yeah. everybody who's infected is going to die and you're going to die and you're going to kill a lot of other people along the way. Yeah. Um then that's where you somebody could I think could argue mm-hmm. that um yeah, it would be it would be wrong for, if there was some way to prevent that kind of death, to not take that action. Now I think that there's still, somebody could still push back and say, there's no scenario in which that would be okay. But I think at least to frame the question that it's worth thinking about, that there are there are kind of extreme examples that I think that any rational person would have to say, okay, that's at least worth thinking about and wrestling with, and it's not a- an absolutely cut and dry
1: type of a scenario. Yeah, and maybe one, um Link to bring out that neither of us are saying explicitly, but it's there is we're assuming underneath that the at least part of the government's God given role is to um, protect the lives of those that it governs. Is that a fair yes? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and so in that scenario, then that's that's where um, there could be a, a, an argument made that that is the righteous thing for a government to do, okay? Um, so backing off of that and then co- coming back to maybe more where we are in present times, if that's the case, let's just say that somebody were to were to buy that in that extreme example, there could be a valid argument for righteousness on the government's part to take that action. And I'm not even saying you have to agree that it would be righteous, but I think we can at least acknowledge that it is, is that would be at least a complex question and it's fair to give at least consideration in that scenario. So then when we bring that back to the scenario that we're in today, which is not that extreme scenario, is is the pushback then if we if if somebody was to say that in today's environment a government ma- va- a government mandate for a vaccine is wrong, is the argument then that somebody would be making, it's just wrong because you can't ever mandate that Mm. or is it wrong because there's a disagreement about the the circumstances surrounding that scenario and maybe we're arguing that it's wrong because there's a difference of opinion on facts on risks on those types of things and my point would be that takes it um at least to a different place as far as the moral question, because mm-hmm. we're having it, it's coming down to a, an agreement on what's true and what's not true. And then we apply moral judgment based on what's true or not true. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that the, so there's it, it, it comes down to really trying to sort through this kind of a question as to. Really, what do we mean when we say is is it moral? Is it right for the government to to do this? And are there scenarios in which that can be ca- it be the case? And does that help us to understand our present situation a little more?
1: OK, yeah, no, I think that's really helpful. Um, th- this might upset some people, but let's keep this one short. All right. <laughs> and end it there <laughs> um, because it'll be nice to do a short one and then it leads right into the next question which is okay what do you do when christians can't agree on data
0: so i think this leads us potentially to another question and maybe we'll tackle this in the next podcast but the what it really pushes on uh, pushes to in this type of a question is we need to separate what are the moral absolutes versus where are their disagreements on facts and um, and and allowing for there at least at this starting point that especially amongst believers, if there's a difference of opinion about facts which we need to sort out how do we deal with that but if Christians are believing different things about facts, it's very possible they could arrive at different moral assessments as to what should be done in a scenario. And so we need to be very careful about, Accusing another believer to say you're arriving at an immoral conclusion because based on their understanding of facts, their conclusion may be, or there at least may be, a very valid moral argument to be made that might be different from how you see the facts, and you're arriving at a different moral conclusion. So I, there just needs to be an allowance between Christians to um, to understand those kinds of differences and we're under the banner of truth altogether and we just want to drive towards what's true and then we can arrive at similar moral conclusions.
1: That's great. Thanks, Matthew. Um, We will wrap it up here today and hopefully continue kind of on the same train of thinking in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening.